Jesse, a.k.a. The Bizzle. Oh, The Bizzle, thank you. <laughs> the Bizzle? Thank you, The Bizzle. Yeah. The Bizzle. One, two, three, four, five, go. All right, BizzleCast listeners, welcome to Marvel's Netflix's The De- Daredevil, Season 2, Episode 10, Man in the Box, Frank Castle's on the loose, Kingpin's got plans going, Papa Bizzle. Well, look out, here we go. Oh, we're, we're back at the farm, though, first. Um so this is our, our favorite detective who mm-hmm. found his way there, and the uh, he and his assistant are horrified by, by what they're yep. seeing here at the farm and the bloodletting. And you're calling it the farm? Do you know what you're actually uh, referencing? Do you remember the early Battlestar episode where they find the Cylon farm where they're using human bodies to try and reproduce, and yeah. Starbucks sees yeah. it and tries to burn it all down? Go ahead. Yeah. Um, it's actually called the farm. It, yeah, this is actually called the farm in in, in Daredevil. Yeah, no, no. But I'm saying the, the that episode in Battlestar and the thing that she's oh, the trying to burn down farm. with Sam is called the farm. I got it. I got it. And this is a Stan, the accountant, uh, yep. who's uh, bereft over his son's love condition. This, we love this detective. We love this detective. And they keep bringing He's him great. back, as I you say with these castings, at these side castings, these people keep bringing goodwill with their acting ability and charisma, and so they keep bringing him back. There's very few replacements across these shows. That's right. That, that's right. It's a very stable. Uh, I mean, I cast. love Art in Orphan Black, but this guy's a much more convincing New York City cop. Yes, he is. Art's too nice. And of course, uh, here's Maddie. Maddie. The crap was beat out of him by Nobu. Mm-hmm. Who is like the the next step after being part of the hand, I think, is, right, is Nobu. Yes, yes, right. So the only thing I can explain if these people aren't mutants or special in other way, Dad, is once they get the process going, it's expensive and complicated, and that's why they want these particular people and don't just start over with other people, right? We have to kind of assume that. Well, you'll learn that they're using their bodies not only to drain the blood, but um, to to grow something organic in, in their blood. Right. So that's what I'm saying. There's a complicated process already going with these exactly. otherwise normal people. Right, right. It's not just a draining. Uh, there, there's a, a longer um, process of, of developing some organic substances in their blood mm-hmm. that are also part of the reincarnation, you know, uh, chemistry. Yep. And to be fair, we always criticize too much Marvel exposition. It's probably best that they don't over-explain this and the Black Sky as this, these very series goes on. Yeah. Well, you, you get bits and pieces of what this blood thing is about as, right. as you go along. 
Matt's very concerned that they're going to come after these kids again, so mm-hmm. he's asking our friend here to right. to put them. But in, it's in, not like in Star Wars to make a Star Wars reference that some people have the Force and some people don't, and Vader and so forth are going after Force sensitive kids to try and kill them to prevent them no, from being no. Jedi. It's not that kind of thing. No, no, the, these are just ordinary kids. Right. Plus, Stan's son was taken to uh, to keep a hold on on Stan. But that is a major storyline in all the literature in Star Wars. They're trying to find the Force-sensitive babies, but they have something in their blood. These people are, like you said, have a process going, and that's why they're so valuable. And this is the worst idea possible. <laughs> of many bad ideas, this is low on, high on the list of bad ideas. You mean to bring them to her hospital? Yeah. Uh, do you mind if I step in real quick with Rosario? Yeah, go ahead. So early on in the Netflix series, I was listening to a lot of Marvel podcasts, like from the actual Marvel developers, you know, they have official Marvel podcasts, and they talk about how they couldn't have done this series, and especially the early seasons without Rosario, because she bridges the uh, sort of campy comic book and the naturalistic in a way very few actresses can, you know, she's so normal and relatable and yet fits in within, you know, this sort of overly dramatic, uh, you know, comic book setting. Yeah, I mean, there is nothing comic booky about her character. I mean, they yeah. they play her completely straight. She is the adult in the room, and mm-hmm. you'll see, and and how she uh, once again you'll see how mm-hmm. she talks to to Matt up on the roof uh, in in a little bit of a while. Yep. Um, now, me and everybody thought she was going to die at the end of the Defenders to rally the team, uh, but they had to bring them together and keep them together, which was a much more important role than having her die. And, and they worked her in great with the Defenders. Right. No fingerprints. So, right. Yep. Yeah. She's so pissed at him. But, but what I'm saying is, you know, if Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Colleen and, uh, and Matt are all kind of, you know, comic booky, yet they all look to her for advice, guidance and trust uh, every single one of them, even Jessica. Yeah, because she's clearly the the adult in the room. And even though she and, ends up with Luke, at least for now, there's this hilarious scene at the end of JJ season one where she's like suddenly hinting to Jessica that she should pursue the relationship with Luke and she could use a stable relationship and stuff. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's always giving counsel and, and advice, almost like a therapist. She's also gorgeous, always been gorgeous, and Rosario's going to be one of those, like, when she's 65, you know, Meryl Streep kind of still gorgeous. Like, she just yeah. has that ageless gorgeousness. She could be 29, she could be 43, it doesn't matter. She's so stunning. I know a lot of people, Dad, who aren't hardcore fans of either this series or Marvel in general. It's like their favorite character is Claire Temple because that's their inroads into what's going on. Oh, oh, that's interesting. It's like Coulson, you know, and, and, and the Avengers and so forth. Right. Or Haley Atwell's character. I don't know how she pulls off this naturalistic, you know, rated R uh, cable uh, drama stuff with all this nonsense going on around them. It's It's very impressive. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a very, you know, mm-hmm. very stable characteristic of how, yeah. how she delivers so, this, this role. Dad, you and I missed something huge watching all of these before Iron Fist 1, which is that Colleen Wing trains her hard throughout the entire season of Iron Fist 1, and she can fight her ass off, and actually beats up ninjas and has their back in certain min- missions in Iron oh. Fist Season 1. They rarely oh. use her fighting hand-to-hand because it's not needed in the other series, but she knows how to fight, and Colleen trained. That's actually how her and and, and and, uh, and and Danny meet up as Danny comes to the gym and she's practicing fighting with Colleen at Colleen's mm. gym. Hmm. 
and actually her relationship and tr- sort of bringing Danny and Colleen together is great. Uh, uh, Catholic morphine. <laughs> yeah, she calls it Catholic morphine. <laughs> That's a great line. But she actually goes to China with Colleen, you know, uh, and Danny oh. just to keep an eye on them going after the hand. So this is the first mass heard that uh, that Frank escaped. Mm-hmm. So this is before Iron Fist one. So she hasn't met Colleen and Danny yet and done her training. But they resisted the urge in the Defenders to have her fight because she had so much else to do in the Defenders other than fight, you know? Yeah. Keep yeah, helping with the fighting. bomb. I mean, there's that scene where Colleen's holding explosives in one hand and the katana in the other. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this girl. Lodi Young. I mean, she gets a credit no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. I got to say that I never get sick of the acapella version of this music. It's fantastic. Yeah. Well, and, th- and this is fantastic. I, I love this whole visual. Yeah thing here I, I i never get tired of watching it yeah this and jessica jones I, I don't think there's anything better other than the original vikings maybe that we've seen on television than yes openers. yes yeah right the the vikings op- openers every bit as good as where this. you're just underwater and see all the bodies being dropped in the water is amazing yeah yep. yeah with with that great music yeah i don't recognize any of these names of story teleplay director this guy's directed a lot of genre tv All right, now now where do we go? We haven't talked about the fact that he not only is okay being called the devil, but embraces it despite his Catholicism. Mm. Is that like a, a, a just a trying to scare people thing with Matt, as religious as he is? As opposed to being called like the archangel or the angel of death or something? Yeah, I, I don't know how that fits in with the whole Catholicism thing. I, I really don't. All right, so I forgot there was some Karen stuff in this episode until I did a oh, search a lot for of images. Karen stuff in this well, Dad, that, those oh. images I found were at the top of when I did a search. I'm not going to say um, it for the listeners, but those images I sent you of Karen were at the top of the search uh, for Karen images or for any images for this episode. I see. Okay, so what's going on here, Pop? So these two have been invited in by Reyes, and they think uh, she's going to try to manipulate them around Frank's escape, and she wants to use them, they think, but she's got a whole radically different agenda, which you'll see once they get get up into Reyes' office, things have been turned I really want to highlight something small that's something big, which has to do with the wardrobe, which we'll see with Reyes in a second when she's in plain clothes and what it does for her character. We've talked about, you know, with each season, they're pushing Karen's hair back and giving her more normal clothing and hair and so forth. It's amazing what that does for even side characters. And by putting Reyes in plain clothes and freaking out and worried about her family, you suddenly feel for her as bad as she is before she gets, spoiler alert, capped. Yes, right. Because right. of her family. Right. You feel bad for her family. Her, right. Her, her daughter. It's all about her daughter and the threat to her daughter's life. And she's, she's a changed woman now once we get up into her office. If there's one the- thing these three, the main three in this show, Dad, can always agree on, it's that family should never be caught in the line of fire, no matter how scummy the man or woman is that they're working for or against. That's right. You're never, you're never guilty because of the sins of your relatives, or you shouldn't be. Right. Which, which is highlighted by Karen's horrible home life in season three, obviously. Yep. I have to say uh, that even in my rewatch of this a few months ago, I forgot how early and brutal the, the, the DA death was. I, it comes out of nowhere, seemingly. Right, it does. Uh, you know, you don't expect it at all. Uh, uh, upon the first watch I mean, why is she then, standing in front of non-bulletproof giant windows i have no idea 
No, because you know, I mean, they don't expect uh, these, these are old close. old municipal buildings. You know, they're probably all yeah. unprotected in, in that way. Right, but don't put her in that room. Put put her in the conference room like they do with the defenders at the end of the defender season one. Mm. Although Luke Cage punches his way out of the police station, so. So now this is where Matt puts together that uh, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, Fisk is the one who mm-hmm. somehow released the Punisher because it would happen in cell block D, and mm-hmm. Matt knows that that's where Fisk is. So he D- puts it together. I know I keep harping on this, Dad, but this is the sort of the turning point. Don't you agree if they had another chance that they could structure this as sort of a part one of the Defenders leading directly into the Defender series where Frank's on the loose and Electra, they don't know what the deal is kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like they're building towards it so clearly. Okay. Here she is wearing her, you know, her sweats, her hair is all messed up. She's panicking her family. Fordham. Yeah. Great law school. And, uh, I think. I think Fordham. Good law really, school. I think Oran went to Fordham. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. All, all the New did. York City law schools are good, I think. I mean, for the most part. Right. So the three of them are loaded for bear. There's, yeah. They're just sure she's going to bust their balls. But, but the, the, the one we missed in the episode two before you and I were doing this is when Foggy's trying to convince the bikers to get on his side, and they're going to slash his throat, and he just convinces them, and they call right. him Harvard, and he goes, Columbia Law School, actually, and you're like, God damn it, Foggy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is tell me tell us everything or we're not helping. Right. I've made mistakes. This this dad, I think if you look at this in, in with the Punisher as well, she is way less guilty than the high up homeland security people. She doesn't know everything that's going on. Correct. Yeah. She 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 was she was doing kind of a low level sting. I think um, she's taking the heat for them fucking up in some ways. Yeah. She yeah, didn't order she that giant sting against Frank and everybody. It, it wasn't against Frank. I know. Her, what she was doing, you're right. What right, she was doing had nothing to do with Frank. Right. She's terrible yes. in terms of how she treats them, but she's not ultimately guilty for the bigger picture conspiracy going on, as we learned in The Punisher. In The Punisher, right. They don't mention her once as being a major player. Correct. The blacksmith. Okay, so you're saying that's the tall, good-looking South African Jewish guy? That, that's Correct. The, that's Frank's buddy? That's the bad guy? Correct. Not one of the, the guys he's working for. Right. No, I think, uh, you know, his fellow squad member. Mm-hmm. Um, Do they the ever days. refer to him as the blacksmith in The Punisher? I believe so. Uh, I don't but remember I that. wouldn't swear to it since I've only seen it once. Yep. It's interesting to think if they had trusted these guys and taken them under their wing earlier on, if they could have helped the situation or not. Yeah. Right. This is the thing. You didn't clear the park. Right. Yeah. So she is responsible for not clearing the park and Frank being accidentally killed, but she doesn't realize there's a higher conspiracy going on. Right. But her her ambition led her to do things she shouldn't have done. But they misled her into thinking there was anything to even go after in the park. That's the whole point. There wasn't anything there. It was all them setting up the cops to kill Frank. The drug, oh. the drug people in the NSA right. and the blacksmith organization set up this whole thing to think there was something lower level than what was going on in order to kill Frank because of what Frank knew. Yeah. That guy's a great actor, by the way. The guy who plays the blacksmith. Yeah. It's hard to he believe is. he's Jewish and or South he's African. He's scary. Yeah. He's scary. Well, he's scary because he's so good looking. I'm always talking the best villains are good looking, charismatic. Castle. Right. 
Right. She's standing right in front of these giant windows with the blinds open. Oh, my God. Yeah, but the first time you see see this, you're not aware of no. that. You, no. you don't think no, she's no, at no. risk for anything. No. And well, it's like when an I arrow. Watch it, I mean, every episode of Arrow is him jumping through ceiling glass, which doesn't even exist in real life. So, you know, it's like it's all mm-hmm. it's all part of the charm, I guess. She's about to get killed. Yeah, I know. I'm, last time I watched this, I got really anxious because <laughs> I knew she was going to get assassinated here. Daredevil should sense something. I, I don't know why he's so distracted. He can't tell. So you're, that's a good point. So you're telling that, me Ben a, or whatever really, Frank's buddy's well, name wait, is? The guy wait, you'll, you'll yeah. see. He, he he hears the gun cock. right before, right, right the uh, nanosecond before, and, and he and he there, Uh-oh. there, there. Boom. And he, he saves Karen, basically, probably. And uh, and uh, oh. Oh, what a disaster! Does, he, does the does his her assistant get killed too? No, uh, uh-uh. no. He he plays an important role going forward. Uh, ben Foggy's. Barnes plays Billy Russo, who I guess is who you think is the blacksmith. That's who I think is a blacksmith. Yeah. Yep. But he also single handedly, as a child actor, almost saved the terrible Chronicles of Narnia movies that crashed and burned. Oh, he was great oh. as Prince Caspian, a character you love growing up as a kid. He was on Westworld, Gold Digger. Yeah, go ahead. This was a great plot twist. I mean, you just did not expect this coming yep. upon first watching. And, uh, yep. I mean, just this just ratchets up the stakes. Great. Wow. Great. Are, are you able to hear the music a little bit? Yes. I'm listening oh, no. loud on my end. Yeah, that's because the crowd, the crowd noise. This is the same steps, by the way, where the Punisher confrontation is, where the, oh, the kid's right. protesting against gun ownership, and he tries, right. to, and then the cop says, "Are you trying to pull, pull my own gun on me or whatever?" And right. then the guy from the wire ditches him, and that sets him over the side. One of the amazing subplots of all the Netflix series look, is that kid. Look at this great shot. This is a great shot. This is extremely motion. expensive. This is so expensive. It must be. Yeah. Well, poor Foggy caught one in the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And Matt is like, uh, he's going to move on real quick. Like I've been shot. <laughs> That's how I feel. By the way, Dad, not only has Ben Barnes. Look, is, sorry, go ahead. Uh, Matt, you know, Matt is just so overwhelmed with guilt now yeah. that now, now Foggy was almost dead. I mean, he just, uh, he can't deal with this at all. So he's just going to walk away and go do his uh, superhero thing. Just really quickly, the blacksmith, Ben Barnes, not only is he Jewish, South African, his mom's a relationship therapist and his dad's a professor of psychiatry in England. <laughs> oh, isn't that, that's interesting. Wow. Mm-hmm. Huh. Look at that. Pretty shots. They are so over with their relationship, it would seem like, even though they're not, based on season three, but Foggy's had it. Yeah. You 
Yeah, Dad, the blacksmith is the is the old general guy who we talked about plays the bad guy in every series and has the oh. heel turn. Ray oh, Shunover. he's the blacksmith. Yeah, Colonel Ray oh. Shunover played by, uh, that's his real name, Ray Shunover. Uh, he's the blacksmith. But but Ben Barnes works for him. So Yes, right. Ben yeah. Barnes works for him. Yeah. yeah. So it's really a conglomerate. But the actual blacksmith is the guy who tries to kill Karen in this episode or whatever episode. Yeah. Don't spoil it for me. I forget. Not Not this episode. I love how just quietly heroic Foggy is, constantly getting beat up and shot and so forth. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, no histrionics from, from Foggy about his, uh, his, wel- his own welfare. Only about Matt's behavior he gets hysterical about. His playing the 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 female quote unquote role occasionally is totally has to do with being moral support and you know the heart of the team and not sort of his personality yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I would argue in some way he's more manly than Matt Murdock in terms of his everyday life. Matt's a sap. <laughs> Matt's a mess. I'm good alone. I don't need you. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, he's like he's just had it. Watch your back. So they're all split up now. It's over. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. This this is the most distance between yeah. and among these three characters. Thank God he told her not to come to the hospital. Right? Oh, yes. Here we go. One of the uh-huh. great scenes of television of all time. I can't believe they got away with this and made this believable, but it is. Oh, it is. It is believable. You know, with Fisk, and this with, leads uh, directly to the events of season three of Daredevil, and on all levels, right, right. Particular disability. It, he's a thoughtful man. Yeah, he's an intellectual man. So the cool thing is, Dad, Matt actually does need to read Braille because I don't believe he can see two uh, D printed letters. Right, right. No, he has to read Braille. That's, that's the only way he, he can read. But he, he's he reading sense. it much slower than he probably could. He probably could speed read that in about five seconds. Yeah, probably. Right. Actually, because of the 3D nature of Braille, he probably could see it if he wanted to. Mm. Rules are what separates us from the animals. And then we're at to see yeah. the Kingpin act like a total beast. Right. I know. It's uh, so ironic. I guess they have to set up that the weakness remains Vanessa, right? And that will always remain his, his weakness. Mm-hmm. And and Matt tries to use it against him. It but, takes uh, Matt a season and a half to put together that Vanessa's the weakness, but they do set it up, start setting it up nicely here. Well, here they do, yeah, big time. Yeah, I mean, Matt goes right for the. But it's not until the, the very end. Spoiler alert of, of Daredevil season three that he realizes that Vanessa is the only thing that can keep Kingpin in place, mm. and they worry about Vanessa getting killed and what that would do for Kingpin. Here he basically threatens that he'll never that uh, Fisk will never be able to live with her again because all he Maddie has to do is write a, a letter to Who's somebody. Who's is he listening to? Do you think? I think Fisk's. So is Fisk already suspecting that he's Daredevil, or does he know? No, uh, uh-uh. I don't think he he knows. He figures it out pretty early in season three, I believe. Yeah. But the lawyer's already asking, like, this guy's full of shit, so that makes me suspicious. Oh, boy. I still think yeah. Karen versus Kingpin is the best verbal confrontation, but anytime these two are together, it's great. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of electricity here. Because the fact that you think he's going to beat up Karen shows you how violent he is, I think, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
We met once before, you and I. Here we go. He looks, he looks so calm. So they went you after know, him, but they're defense attorneys. I'm not, still not clear about that whole case. Who cares? Uh, the art gallery. That's right. When he was investigating for the first time with Vanessa and talking with Vanessa. God, yes. they really underused that Yeltsin and DD3. That's my main complaint. She's very they, they complicated under- in season one. They underused what? Uh, Ayala Zur, the his Israeli girlfriend, Vanessa. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lack of motive. All right, I'm going to throw it to you for this while I read the text. Okay. Um, Matt just wants to, wants to get him to fess up about uh, Frank and w- what the scheme mm-hmm. was, and uh, he's going to use uh, Vanessa for leverage here. So his his he handcuffs thinks. aren't really on. We know we're about to see, and well, they, they they are on. It's just he's so strong he, he breaks them off. I, th- I think well, that's well. He's see. not Luke Cage. I don't know. The fact that he's so amped and charged up, uh, the Kingpin is dead here, is unusual for him. Usually it takes a while for him to get really angry, but he's already yeah. angry. Yeah, he <laughs> is. Dick. Oh, man. Well, this is the guy, you know, Matt's the guy who put him behind bars, at least in his mind. And so he's got adrenaline, really. He looks like the Joker with that cut on his lip, Dad, and the smile. Yeah. He looks a little you bit know, like... You I, I had that reaction to it when I watched it the last time. Well, and I, I think that... all the bad guys, him, Electra, Frank, all have Joker aspects, and that's part of what yeah. makes them great villains. Yep. Yeah, I, I had that same... The Joker is uh, the best comic book villain ever because of his nihilism. There's nothing to... to there's no motive. There's no, nothing to blackmail him with. He just wants the world to burn. Well, he's, he's the best comic hero comic, comic book, book right, that's what i'm saying hero. but i'm saying what makes wilson two-sided is he loves art he loves vanessa he wants to be powerful but he also wants to be fine with the world burning yeah he's more him. like a, a real world villain not not a comic book villain yeah. right but there are joker aspects here here, here we uh, go here now we go. He's going for vanessa oh man oh boy matt matt thinks he's He's so on top here, and uh, he's going to control this conversation. Yeah. Not happening. I mean, that's the theme of all three seasons of Daredevil, is him thinking he has upper hands in various ways of yeah. various points. Yeah, that, and he right, never right. does until the end of season three. Yep. No upper hand. They should go Look after Vanessa right now, but they don't, they don't get it fully. They don't get Look how that. powerful he, he is in jail. Right. So this is the threat that goes all the way through until the end of Daredevil 3 about not letting her come back to U.S. soil. Right. Uh-oh. So does Matt Knight fight, not fight back because he doesn't want to give away his identity? That's a good question. Um, Here it is. Right. I just said it. I just said it. Uh-oh. I'm going to have to pull out my earphones. This is about to get really violent. <laughs> Oh, no. Which she does end up being an accomplice. So that's what ends up being the thing. Yep, that's right. That's his big break is Vanessa being an accomplice at the end of season three. Yeah, they, they clearly had three in mind doing two, Dad. Talking about Karen, talking about Vanessa, right? They, they knew yeah. where this was going. Seems like it. And that's why they didn't want to connect it directly to the Defenders. They wanted Daredevil to be a three-season thing. Ooh. You'll visit her, but you you can never live with her because you're a New York guy, and you're never gonna live any place but here. And she's never gonna live here. So mm-hmm. one plus one equals two. Mm-hmm. This is your jungle. Oh God. 
Yep. Wow. Matt is so deluded. You're right. Here we go. Yeah, they weren't on. They weren't on. They were off. You think? This is just... a reverse Batman with Rachel. Swear to me! Where's Rachel? So he tries to fight. He tries to fight there. Right. But uh, right. But he's also Bruce Wayne. He's Joker and Bruce Wayne. That's what's great about Kingpin. Don't deny it. The guard will deny it. They're not right. paying attention. The recorder's off. Right. We just have to assume he has tentacles in every person in New York City going through the whole series. Pretty much. Including Foggy's family. He's right. already he's already blackmailing Foggy's family right now, actually. Yep. We don't know it, but he is. <laughs> Does he mention character? Matt can't protect any of his... But, if nothing else, this exposes how scared he is of a couple of punk lawyers. Right? Scared? No, just uh, enraged. No, no, but he he talks about the heads of the snake, which is what you say to the, you know... Oh, right, right. The thing that the fact that he thinks Nelson that's why he's blackmailing Nelson's family right now that he's he's already got them in debt and on their you know as we'll yes. see in season 3 from season 3 right give him a bad loan look at him he's such an animal yep he's still the guy he's still the kid who killed his dad that's right who, by the way who, who plays Dom in in the wire that guy is hilarious oh uh. I thought there was more violence than that. No, just the, the, the initial bang in his head against the table. It's, I'm glad True. they waited till the final episode of the entire series to do it. It was very smart. Right. Because in the comic books, you have to do it every couple of years, you know? Yes. Let's, <laughs> let's do this again sometime. That's a oh very Joker God. line. Uh, yes, it is. Joker That's finds right. it fun to both beat up and be beaten up. He loves it. Right. Yeah, you know, as as Slavutin pointed out in our Dark Knight commentary, it's the Joker is just a dog chasing cars. That's his whole reason for being. And while yeah. Fisk claims to be civilized and love art and love all this stuff, ultimately he's also a dog chasing cars. Yeah. And and his love for Vanessa is totally selfish and has nothing to do with Vanessa. Right. Right. right? It's the typical. I'm in love with you, but I'm really in love with myself. Oh God! Do they get this place gets blown up and shot up so many times? It's unbelievable. No, not in this episode. I know, but they need like a mercenary army outside the press. <laughs> Nobody does that in real life, by the way. No, no, because uh-uh. they know that the press is the one institution that will not be stood for, other than the politicians. By the way, notice how Karen in New York City dead, while she will be a little tipsy with her friends sometimes, never is like a drunkard or doing drugs or anything. Yeah, when she, she leaves Vermont behind, she leaves Vermont behind. Yeah, she really cleaned And up I will argue act. with her life, if you don't have a shot of whiskey once in a while, there's something wrong with you. So they think the uh, the ME, the medical examiner, is at risk. I they, never asked you, could you believe when we get the Karen flashback where she's dancing half naked and doing coke lines? I, I remember like almost falling off my chair, but then being like, this makes so much sense to her backstory. Sure, sure it does. Uh, they did a great job at her backstory. 
All right, so where are we now? Well, because cocaine, unlike heroin, is a recreational drug for a lot of people who get caught up in it. You know yeah. what I mean? She's just caught up in oh. a horrible life situation. Oh, this, this is a little side side this is the best no this is the best this is the best that this is where she's off the reservation and sticks coming after her i've been leading up to this for months yes sorry for episodes this is where this is where sticks coming after she immediately smells that this this good looking middle eastern guy or whatever is full of shit mezcal yeah straight to the tequila i can't blame her god look at her well yeah that scarf is so french the way, the way she has it over her head. That's she a, looks so a, French, I'm telling you. She's such a French looks thing French. With, the yeah. big, with the big sunglasses If anyone looks French North African, it's a low young. Yeah. And he's speaking French to her. I mean, Dad, she would kill this guy even if he had no association with anybody just for bothering <laughs> her. The, uh, I think she she's this guy's eager the opposite to get out, of, out of Dodge. I this, think she's really eager to get out of Dodge. And no, he, no, he but what I'm nobody. saying is this guy's she so would be uninterested even if this guy was just hitting on her. This is so the opposite of the type of guy she likes based on Matt. Yeah. Matt's awkward. Matt's good looking but regular looking. Not this guy. Go ahead. She she's seen she's seen this. Do you guy remember when you first watched times. this? If you thought that this was what it what it was, uh, I th- I felt he was a threat. Yes, but I had no idea from which direction he was coming, and I never would have guessed he was coming from Sticks' direction. By the way, do you want to guess uh, Elodie's and and Charlie's uh, listed height comparisons? Charlie? Oh, oh, Charlie. Charlie Cox. Um, well, I would say she's uh, five seven, five eight. Five seven. And he's uh, six foot. Five ten, which means he's, oh, he's five, nine. five ten. Yeah, it means oh. he's five nine. Yeah. Oh. Huh. The women always go down with their listing. The men go up. Yes, right. There's a lot of short. Yeah. Uh, Although Haley Steinfeld actors. is not shameless about being almost six feet. <laughs> yeah. And those legs. Oh my god. Yeah, the legs never <laughs> stop. I hope we get. I hope we get Haley in one of these properties one of these days. I think it's coming. Bad girl. Yeah, okay, so now he he shows his hand that he knows exactly who she is, and she's got to know he's a threat now. He's so sleazy. Even if I was into men, I would never be into a guy like this. It just smells like sleaze. Well, he's that continental suave kind of guy. That either you buy or you don't buy. Yeah, but I think the like Iranian uh, FBI guy in season three is like kind of cute, you know, with his family. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. this guy is just. <laughs> Something like that. Actually, he looks like the Iron Fist vi- villain in season two, his best buddy, the Indian guy. He looks similar to him. Well, I don't know anything you about You gotta Iron watch Fist. Iron Fist season two. You'll really like it. All right. They just arrived at the Emmy's apartment, and he's been mm-hmm. shot to smithereens. By the way, this guy is the modern Jewish toned-down version of J. Jonah Jameson from Spider-Man, the classic newspaper oh. guy. Like, oh, huh. you know, interesting. Yep, busting everyone's balls, but he's actually a good guy that wants the story. Yeah, yeah, that's very much who this guy is. Yeah, but you think he's going to pull a Mandy Patinkin and sit Shiva for some of these bad guys occasionally? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or not Sacheva, you know what I'm saying. Say the, the Karen Stilts. Oh, right, right. Uh, 
Karen's hair looking good, pulled back, straightened. It's not. It's not pulled back. See, she's. She so knows Frank. She knows this wasn't him. Yeah, he continues and, to lose faith in her through this season and next season. I don't know if I totally buy it, but it's sold through performance with both of them, so I don't care. Well, he thinks that she's so naive and that he's he's so experienced. And, he's and, actually and right that she's projecting based on her backstory, but not for the reasons and the extent that he thinks, if that makes sense. Well, but she's not because she really has an accurate read on, on Frank and who he is. What makes him tick? Right. What he'll do? What he won't do? But she's killed someone by accident before for the right reasons, and so th- that's their connection, mm. right? She tried to defend her brother, right, right, and then got her brother killed trying to save her brother from uh-huh. himself. It really informs all of her nervous ticks and just anxiousness, you know, especially being in the big city, the gr- country girl. Frank's not going to hurt me. And I'll never do that again. And she's responsible for getting Ben killed for the right reasons. Right, right. Just like Jessica Jones is responsible for getting Freeman killed also for the right reasons. Yeah. By Freeman. Yeah. By, um, by uh, Simpson, Will Simpson. <laughs> and some Kanishas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, now, now I think no. there's I something we funny were... about bald guys pushing their lack of hair back yeah right so here's the, the zombies uh, he's the son of yeah. the uh, of the hands I, I think the sort of dark unexplained mysticism introduced here dad is just to sort of prep us for what goes on in the defenders there's no real reason for all of this craziness well yeah because the the hand needs um if the hand can there's dig blood, blood 300 feet into the ground and find dragon bones for eternal life, they could find some more bodies for blood. It doesn't really add up. Oh, you mean why, why they come back for these people? Yeah, and they should just forget these people and get more people. I well, guess because whatever they've cultured in, in their blood is still being developed. And so I they, think it's, you know how the, in the Defenders we see very subtly that even though she's immortal, Alexandra, played by uh, Sigourney Weaver, is slowly dying at that point and she's getting older. Yeah. I think they are getting sloppy and they're in a rush, so they don't want to start this project over again because they want to get the black sky out as soon as possible so they can get internal life once more, I think, is what's going on. Yeah, Normally, this would be sloppy for a 7,000-year-old organization, right? I mean, to push yeah. this so hard. You know, The problem is, if we had the cops that we have in Daredevil Season 3 with their power and loyalty, they should be covering this building yeah, but they, they they don't really realize the threat to, to these kids. Um, Matt does, but nobody else really believes it. This the, the Daredevil sells ninjas beating people with guns way better than Arrow does. I mean, mm. Arrow himself taking down people with guns is very believable, but the ninja stuff somehow makes more sense here. Here's where she tries to do her psychotherapy thing with him, and it goes, of course, nowhere. Yep. 
she's most successful other than her relationship with Luke, who's already pretty stable. She's most successful with Colleen and Danny bringing them together. We learn Colleen's working for the hand against her will, and she brings her to the good side. Spoiler alert, Iron Fist season one. She's most successful with those two. And that's why the defenders are so focused on those two, because they're actually the most centered, even though they're the youngest and least experienced. Well, I can't comment on that, but but Luke. No, but is, you've is, seen the defenders, and you know that Danny and Colleen are right at every turn, even while Jessica, Luke, and Matt, to various levels, are acting irrationally throughout that series. Well, Luke, I agree with you though that Luke is a pretty stable guy. Yes, yes, which is why he needs to end up with Jessica. Him and Claire are too similar. Him mm-hmm. and Jessica need each other. <laughs> There's that great line where Luke's talking to the Iron Fist and he says, I'd rather face an army of ninjas than an angry Jessica Jones or something like that. <laughs> She's really pissed at Matt for not being in uh, Here comes the guilt. Dream. Guilt, 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 guilt. It's all about me. I'm the one. Climb down off the cross. The funny thing is that is Jesus was not obsessed with guilt whatsoever. Right. Jesus was about helping other people. This is a post-Jesus Catholic Church thing. This isn't an original Christianity thing. Mm-hmm. If he was really walking the path of Jesus, it would never be about him. Like as I'm always talking about with Star Wars, the good guys, it's about other people, not yourself. Right. Oh, here, I think she's you need explain. her to make those lines in these comic book series. You know? well, here it is. Here's eight separate unidentified organic substances in, in their blood. So those, those are all being cultivated in, in their blood. But you know what I'm saying? The fact that they have her say it's a cheap science fiction novel, it could seem too self-referential by almost anybody else, but she's the person to give that line to. Oh, yeah. She's perfect for this. She's perfect for everything. Remember her in that Chris Rock movie? That was great. Yeah. Top five. Top five, right. <laughs> totally different character annoyingly left-wing radical black revolutionary wannabe. Right. Her being black. I should have stopped. I, 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 I. The one man super force. Mm -hmm. She keeps trying, but he's going to be Almost every other actress, this role would get annoying over time. It never does with Rosario. I can't explain it. What's great about Iron Fist Dad in season one is that she actually becomes friends with them and they let each other into their lives. It's not just therapy like this. Mm-hmm. She talks to Colleen about her own problems. You know, it's not just about everybody else. Yeah, so she, they make no. out, I believe, in Daredevil season one, episode three, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you notice, this is the only show where they keep referencing and care about Hell's Kitchen. Jessica Jones and Iron Fist, they nev- they, they're all over New York. Right. Kilgrave is, but, let's put, let's, Kilgrave is not limited to Hell's Kitchen. But I assume that this is all part of the, the comic book series. Where, yes. Where Hell's, oh, yes. Hell's Kitchen, yeah. Yes. But what they do smartly is acknowledge that Hell's Kitchen is rich now, but that makes it desirable for a different reason than when it was poor. Right. Right? Wilson Fisk wants to make it the center of the universe. Yes. Not like this. I'm done, Claire. (laughs) 
how many times have we heard that i'm done yeah right no more law no more, no more friends no more friends it's yeah. impossible to relate to matt murdoch until season three i think dad mm-hmm. right and it's yep. only because of the nun and the priest in season three that we can relate to him i believe yeah, he really gets humanized in season three in a whole different way. Is she not the most sleeper awesomeness character of all time, the nun character? Oh, yeah, she's spectacular. I got to rewatch that. Right. But that's why okay, nerds love this show is because of these speeches and these conflicts. Oh. She tries so hard with him. She can't believe that he's going to turn his back but on everybody. Jessica, Jessica is self-loathing, but she's never self-pitying like Matt is, you know, to me. In season one, Jessica, I'm not going to talk about season two. Season one, Jessica, she hates herself and blames herself for stupid stuff, but yes. she's never sort of self-pitying in this existential sense. Right, right. You know, she's a very different character. Like, as soon as Trish is threatened, she forgets all about it and goes apeshit. Happy birthday, by the way, Kristen Ritter. Mm. Another 1981 birthday, I believe. Thanks for the coffee. He really blows her off. He's gonna. He's waiting here for for the ninjas to start scaling the wall. She knows. She has to say it, though. I think. Well, she doesn't know how, how dire the situation is. She doesn't. Just like Foggy doesn't believe any of this hocus pocus. Kristen stuff. Ritter, December 16th, 1981, Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania. There you go. She grew up on a farm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She did. I know. I've heard her talk about it on uh, yeah. on Dave, I think. I believe season three just wrapped for Jessica Jones, so fingers crossed. It's much better. You better cross more than a couple of fingers. The fact that they ordered it while well, the first season, second season just came out shows you people love it, or love her, I should say. Right. Oh, Karen. Karen, Karen, Karen. Yeah, this is a cool scene too, where Frank shows up and look, look at that shadow. Isn't that great? So Frank never kills a not dirty cop, right? Is that the idea? Yes, correct. He just knocks these guys out, which is why he she can't hears the, kill the DA even because he knows she's not really behind it. Oh my god! Right. Here it is. This is the photo. It's coming up. (laughs) She's so good holding a gun. She holds a gun exactly how you're supposed to hold a gun. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I know it's the... Sorry. He's so short. (laughs) I swear to Christ. He's, He's so good with her. I mean, he... Uh-huh. He's only five years older than me, by the way. She, they say he's five eleven. He looked maybe because he's so broad. Uh oh, get down! Oh, uh, look at the camera, baby! Woo! Yeah, shaking it around sideways. This is brilliant yeah. filming. Yellow as usual. Yeah, everything's yellow. Do you think yellow is associated with disease and therefore red is sort of the cure to the disease? I'm trying to look at it. It's still sideways, totally unsexual, just like with Mrs. Lieberman and Punisher. Totally. Right. He never desires her or covets her, I should say, or Mrs. Lieberman. And Mrs. Lieberman, he would have every excuse to. 
yeah, he's, you know, this, this noble outlaw. All right. What is this music, Dad? I should know this. It's pathetic. I don't know what this, this classical tune is. I have my thing turned down too low. Not that I, I would know. You wouldn't it. be able to. I mean, you, no. you may be. No, I don't know. But, but it is very famous. You're right. It's a cello. I love the cello. Yes, Mr. Fisk. He's got everybody so in line. Mm, he's he's always put it playing, together. He's always playing playing chess. I just like want to point out that moves ahead. The Punisher series is only rated point one lower than Daredevil on IMDb, even though the Punisher was very split among critics. Here we go, baby. Woo! You told me there was no Electra. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. I forgot yeah. about this scene because it's it's so sort of unexpected. It's not in a straight line with everything else. I love when guys on. actually punch female assassins because you just want the beat down that much more. Yeah. This, this guy's good. Just, this guy's clearly this, highly trained by stick. They just put this this uh, uh, here we go subplot in, in here. Oh. They no, this was important block. that Stick is officially off the Electra train. He lets her die at the end of the season and then wants her to die in the Defenders. He's done. He believes she's, yeah. she's a false messiah for his cause. Oh, yes. That's a Scarlet move right there, dude. That's a Black Widow move. The legs around yeah. the neck. That yeah. is a Black Widow patented move. Scarlet Johansson, God bless you. Finally getting the Black Widow moving. Uh- Oh, Uh-oh. size. Oh, this is Ninja Turtle stuff. I love it. <laughs> Roth, my boy Roth. Yeah, this guy's a dumbass giving her a knife. Yeah. Yep. That's Took a samurai thing. The samurai is, is, is a quick death. He's not from the hand. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking stick. Fucking asshole. Oh, whoa. Yeah, this fucking asshole. Oh, ouch. It, it's impossible not to sympathize with me with Electra starting like early of this season going till the end of the Defenders because she, she lacks agency in the important ways and, and it's not her fault. What's here she going to do? Oh, here we go. Oh, dad, we're not going to be, we're going to have to wait to do this, the, the, the conclusion to this whole thing. What do you mean the conclusion? This is them coming into the hospital, but we don't see the full... We're almost done. We're not going to see the beatdown in the in Claire and everyone getting in, uh, the people out of the hospital or trying to. The show's almost done. We got one minute. Oh. Yep. Those are the electric colors, by the way. The dark red and the black. Mm-hmm. Just stolen from Arrow, but that's cool because it looks great. Oh, so it ends here in the hospital? Yeah, we don't see the full thing. We don't see Claire being a superhero yet again. Oh. By the way, that's okay. one of the great Claire that's moments is she doesn't realize to the Defender that she's a superhero and they have to tell her, oh, children of the corn, baby. <laughs> right, right. Now, now look, he, he killed his dad. Yeah. Uh, or yeah. Some, somebody killed his One of the kids killed, killed I wonder if dad. they're experimenting on them too in terms of the black sky. Like before they put Electra in the pit, they want to experiment on some others. No, the son killed the dad because the son had blood on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. So, the, so the son clearly. But he did doesn't it. even. They're they're not human. They're zombies. They're pretty zombified at this. Which point, makes right? Electra coming back to herself and defender so quickly uh, unbelievable feat. Because she acts like this at the beginning with Alexandra, but she's just playing. 
boy, this episode went really fast. So this is the uh, last 30 seconds. Electra has a spectacular sense of self, as twisted as it is. There's the yellow. Yellow. Yep. Oh, foggy bear. Foggy, foggy bear. Maddie cracking his I neck. I guess we're going to have to wait for, for the beatdown, Dad. I guess. Yep. 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 They're just scaling the walls. Well, we have to wait for the beatdown. Yeah. So, yeah, so just to tie a few loose, loose ends, technically, the guy who plays the bad guy who pretends to be the good guy, that dude, the, the, the major guy, Ray Shunover, he's yeah. technically the blacksmith, also goes by the alias Dirty Bastard, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, and But but Ben Barnes's character, um, Billy, works for him and all the dirty people involved in the Punisher. He gets yes. killed, right? Ben Barnes's character, Billy, does get killed by the Punisher. Yeah. Yes, but, he does but, at, the, at the very end. But not everybody does. Um, and right. and their their uh, group is called the Cerberus Squad, um, w- which seems to me, based on the history of Cerberus in both Greek myth as well as like modern usage, that there's a bigger conspiracy that we're going to see in Daredevil season two. That's bigger than Daredevil. I mean, Punisher season two. That's bigger than Punisher one, oh. and bigger than anything we've seen in Daredevil. That it's going to oh. go to like a like a um, worldwide, you know. Um, uh, conspiracy yeah what's what's the called though you know like dark b- government shadow government type thing deep state yeah deep state you know with the heroin smuggling from kandahar and so forth um right w- which uh you know we'll probably get maybe get some uh night manager type stuff going on as well uh which would be great um so all right papa b uh we've, we've got a few episodes left final thoughts on this one no, it's just uh, they they keep you they keep you wanting more. I'll tell you that. So we're we're recording this uh, Monday, December seventeenth. It'll come out within a couple days of this, guys. Uh, we're gonna finish Daredevil. On uh, the Bizzlecast is not gonna go on hiatus, but I'm gonna pair back for a little while and, and regroup. But me and my dad are gonna keep doing uh, commentaries after we take a few weeks or a month off. And I think, Dad, just to tease the Bizzlecast listeners, I think Punisher season one is the one we have to do next, especially because yeah. other than JJ three, we know that Punisher season two is the probably the final Netflix Marvel series from this crew and is being filmed or or. Going going to be filmed soon and we love yeah. Berthal, and we love punisher take a break from you know from matt murdoch and so forth um yeah that, that'll be great to do uh punisher one yeah but i really do want you to watch iron fist season two uh especially because it's only 10 episodes it, it, it's a smaller story despite his power it's very character based um and uh I, I think i think you would really enjoy it get some more stuff about the hand so uh final thoughts here again elodi young with 15 seconds almost steals the episode <laughs> yeah right she, she she does light the place up awesome well we're definitely getting a lot of Lodi young coming up so i think what we're going to do papa b is we'll take a little time we'll do episode 11 and then i think we decided if we can that we're going to do with a short break in between but on the same day episodes 12 and 13 as sort of a back-to-back movie yes and i think i'm actually even though you and i will take a break between 12 and 13 i'm going to release it as a single file yeah, so that, that makes sense. So people can watch it as a movie, which it basically is. Yes, right. All right, any final thoughts? No, I'm good to go. By the way, Elodie Young auditioned for the Wonder Woman role. Oh. With Gal Gadot huh. and a million other people. Yep. 
Wow. So I think everyone wow. ended up where they should, but still, they had their heads in the right place. So, all yes, right. they did. All right, BizzleCast listeners, thank you so much. Really appreciate all the support. Hope you're enjoying all the Daredevil commentaries. Punisher coming up. We'll see what else is coming on down the pike. May the force be with you. We'll be coming back at you soon. But for now, the BizzleCast is out.